welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to episode 183 of the podcast. Today, I have a fabulous episode for you today that will give you an idea of how to incorporate more meaningful family traditions and activities with your family this holiday season. I'm talking with Natalie Ard, who founded the company Star From Afar Kids. After feeling like her family was getting lost in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, she created Star From Afar, which was a way to help bring her family back together and to get back to the true meaning of Christmas. Now she has a plethora of other games and activities and toys for kids that are supposed to be meaningful and playful. So we're going to talk about how she went from being a stay-at-home mom to seeing a problem in her own home, wanting to address that change, and now she's impacting hundreds and thousands of other families. Can't wait to talk with Natalie. So let's get to it with Natalie Ard. All right. I want to welcome Natalie to the show. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Thank you for having me, Jessica. It's my pleasure. I'm so excited to be chatting with you because if you're like any other mom who's listening, Christmas is approaching and you're already feeling like the to-dos are piling up. And I don't know about you. Well, I know about you because you created this amazing company who feels like we need to get back to the meaning of like what is most meaningful in the holidays and just in general in our lives, right? right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So will you just give a little background on yourself, Natalie, and Mm -hmm. how did you get to where you are today? Yes, so I am um, a wife to Dave and a mom of three awesome kids. And I started what I thought was going to be a very small business about three years ago. Um, I took what was one of our family traditions at Christmas time, which um, didn't even have a name when we used to when we used to play it, but I took that idea and created it into a business, and now it's thriving and um, the product has sold really well. So that my first product is called the Star from Afar, and what the product is, I there's the elf traditions that are out there, just that it wasn't a fit for our family. So I made something a little different for my kids because I really wanted to have a fun, playful tradition, but I wanted it to focus on why we get to celebrate in the first place and take the shift off of commercialism and, um, you know, what gifts they were getting. So instead of hiding an elf at night, I would hide a star for my kids and they would take the next morning when they found that hidden star, they would take the three wise men from their nativity set and they would move them to the star. And the Mm. next night I would move it somewhere new and the kids would go hunt for their star and they'd move their three wise men. So our hide-and-seek game was creating the Three Wise Men journey around our home. And then on Christmas morning, the star would land on the stable, and the Three Wise Men would find baby Jesus on his birthday. So it was a fun, um, interactive way to tell this Christmas story to kids. Mm. So I took that idea and in 2014 made it into a product that could be sold to other families because I knew our family couldn't be the only one that was seeking something like that at Christmas time. So since then, the product is now in stores nationwide. It is, um, it's become very popular, which has been really awesome to see. I've also launched an Easter product, and I'm working on some more products for the future as well. 
Amazing. I love that so much. And another thing is I love nativities at Christmas, but oftentimes they're breakable. And I oh feel like, goodness, yeah. oh, kids, don't touch. Yes. Don't touch the Jesus, you know. And I know that we have a little Fisher-Price one that works well, but I love that these are wooden and durable. And so there can yeah. be that interactive play that happens with this set depending upon your kids' ages and how much, you know, they're into the hide-and-seek portion of it, but that they can really feel the characters and play with that safely. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I have my own set, too, that it's like the don't touch yes. nativity set. Uh-huh. So, and, but I really tried when, so I, the, the whole product comes with a full wooden nativity set and a hardcover book. Uh-huh. So I did all the illustrations and wrote the book, and when it came to the illustrations, I wanted them to be, bright and colorful for to really attract a child but that was still modern and pretty looking that a parent would still happily display in their home so it wasn't too cartoony so I really tried to to make the artwork appeal to both mom and dad and to the kids I love that have you always been into art and has that always been your thing you know what's crazy is it was just it was my hobby as a kid that's Mm. what I loved to do it was you know you could constantly find me with a sketch pad and with color pencils and markers and, and that turned into something a little bit different when I had kids, you know, I now would sit down and color and coloring books with them. But so it's been really fun to take what was my passion when I was a lot younger and be able to use it again. It's been it's it, it just makes me so happy. It brings me a lot of joy. That's so amazing. And what I hear a lot from moms is that once they become moms and once they start this service-oriented role where they kind of take themselves off the list for a while and they kind of lose yes. their own passions and they can't even remember, if you had a free afternoon, what would you even do with that time? Because you're just serving, <laughs> yes. serving, going, going. And so I love and what I recommend to people is thinking, what did you do as a kid? What did you really enjoy? What do you – what are you so excited to do that you lose track of time doing this activity? And so for you, you've been able to turn it into a thriving business, which is great. But I'm sure that even if it hadn't turned into that, that wasn't your goal to begin with, still it would have been a fulfilling thing just for your family. Yes. And what's great, like you said, to think back to your childhood, what you love to do then, mm-hmm. you can go back to that and have it for yourself. But our kids are children too. And so you get to pull them into that Mm -hmm. but they get to you know maybe you can all sit down at the at the kitchen table together and and for me you know get out all my very best don't touch mommy's art pencils and we get to but we get to like get those out and play with them together and so you get to pull your kids into that because more than likely one you know one of your children are probably going to have find that same love for that activity as well sure absolutely and you don't have to be the best at something in order to find enjoyment out of it right so you can still sit down and color with your kids or draw or sketch with your kids and I mean we live in an amazing age I was um, hearing from somebody the other day that their kids are obsessed with YouTube drawing videos and so basic sketch things and just teaching those basic skills can be such a fun family activity together Mm -hmm. right and when my my youngest one, she's now six, but mm-hmm. when she was even littler, she would she would want me to draw her a picture, and then she would color it in with her crayons. Oh, okay. So that was kind of fun too. That you can like work you can, together. You can approach it to yeah together, but a, a little different depending on what your kids' ages are. So I, think I would encourage awesome. any of your listeners to yeah look back and find something that they were passionate about because there is. You have to be intentional about bringing it back into your Mm -hmm. day now, but once you get started, 
your kids will kind of prompt you to do it too because they they like to enjoy those things with you. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. So on starfromafar.com, that's where you can Mm -hmm. purchase this set. But then also you have a free download – Right, where yes. people can yes. so can you, both pair so it and... go to and... starfromafar.com okay. mm-hmm. forward slash extraordinary moms. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's us. A, <laughs> I know, so fancy. There's a little area that you can download. Um, I think you have to put in your email address and you download. It's 10 pages. Okay. And so some of the pages have are artwork that's um, from the Star From Afar book. But then the other ones, they're just more all Christmas themed. So a lot of them have... Um, like a line from a very well-known Christmas song and just very holiday-themed pages that kids can color. Mm, I love that so much. And you can start this young, young, young with your kids, right? You don't necessarily have to use it as a hide-and-seek game if they're too young, but kids love this type of activity. Oh, all kids love hide-and-seek. They just Mm -hmm, do. It's mm -hmm. like in their nature. And, and, you know, I feel like around like a year and a half, kids probably start getting interested. Sure. Rob, three is probably the really precious age. But you, the, the way that I made the tradition too is it's super flexible. So if you have a really young child, you could just play this game for two or three days before Christmas and they're still going to get the whole meaning of what they're doing. Um, or for your older kids, so my oldest is now 11 and the great thing about this tradition is it's not a magical flying star so mm-hmm. it's everybody's in on the fun so if my my older child will hide it for my younger child um will take turns like whoever found it you know tomorrow gets to hide it tomorrow night so you can just really play it however you want or for the little ones they can just play with the pieces and mm-hmm. and kind of explore what that christmas story looks like and you can give them as much detail as you want Absolutely. And so how has this tradition changed your family? What did Christmas look like and how did this help you to kind of refocus on what was most important after you implemented this tradition in your own home? So a couple different ways. I feel like even though it's a very simple tradition, kids start to ask more questions. Mm. Um, So I feel like they ask a lot more questions about what the Christmas story looks like. Um, Also, when I started this when they were little, you know, one of the big driving factors is I didn't. I didn't want to hide an elf. I didn't want it to be about whether they were naughty or nice and what gifts they were getting for Christmas. So that was it. It just wasn't going to fit for us. So with hiding with a hide and seek like this, we it just takes the shift off of the gift receiving a little bit, Mm -hmm. where it gives me an opportunity to pull it more to the gift giving. So one thing that we do is at the beginning of the Christmas season, instead of making a wish list, we make more of a giving list. So each of my kids choose something they want to give and it looks different every year you know sometimes it's I want to buy a baby doll and give it to you know we'll find an organization to give it to and I but I let my kids come up with it so I feel like this has just given me a tool to pull their eyes away from everything that's on tv and just kind of reset their minds a little bit that Christmas is not just about Santa and the gifts and all the beautiful decorations that it's a great it's a great thing to experience as a family. It's a great to think back to the actual historical reason, the birth of Jesus. So it just it's just given me a tool to 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 pull their hearts and minds back towards the Christmas story. 
Right. Are they asking more questions about Jesus and the Christmas story, or are they asking more questions about Santa or an elf or things like that during right, the holiday right. season, right? Yes. Yeah. And absolutely. And I, the older that the kids get, too. So we in the back of the book, there is um, an optional scripture that you can use for every day. There's one for December 1st, the 25th. Mm. And so... When you have older kids, it's kind of fun to either handwrite it on a scroll and leave it with the stars. There's another message just also giving them a little bit more of the Christmas story. Um, and we do have those available in cards as well that you can get them pre-printed to put with your star. So my kids are constantly asking about, so what, you know, so mommy, what, what did it look like? Was he, was he born? What did they put him in? You know, was he really born in a barn? You know, they ask, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty cool that they they find ways to ask questions and they want to know more because it's a t- it's a game that we're playing. Mm, I love that. And it makes it so much so more fun. You. Yeah. It, <laughs> it uh... does. And kids learn from playing and, mm-hmm. and experiencing things and touching and feeling. So if we can just keep it that simple, that even if this is the only thing that you do at Christmas time that points them back to the real story, they're, act- they're pulling something from it and their memories are being created around it. Mm, I love that. And what a great gift this would make for somebody as well. Yes. Yes. It's a great gift to give to their family. Uh, I've actually seen a lot of people buy this as um, like a baptism or a baby gift. Uh You know, especially when they're child number two or three, they already have so many things when they're born. So it's a great baby gift as well. That is. That is a great idea. That is awesome. (laughs) And so then you've also expanded now to other holidays. You have your egg for Easter. Tell me about that. So I just launched this year. So in 2000, oh my goodness, it's 17. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called the the story egg. So it's called the Easter story egg. And it's a similar product that it's going to remind children of the true meaning of Easter. A little bit more of an activity than it is a game. Um, so it comes with a set of seven eggs and they're nesting eggs, much like a Russian nesting doll. I love and it. it also comes with a book and each egg has a story for a day in Holy week. So you would start on Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter. And there's a story that goes with the largest egg and it has this big palm leaf across it. And so you read about that egg and then on Monday you open your egg to reveal the next egg. And then you read about what happened on Monday and it actually tells Everything that happened during that week, there's actually a lot of things that happen from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. Mm. So it's a fun way to tell the story. And then you get down to this teeny tiny little gray egg <laughs> on Saturday. And it's um, it's about the rock placed in front of Jesus' tomb. And then on Sunday they go to open that that little tiny gray egg and they find it empty because the tomb was empty. Mm. So it's also a fun way it's a rhyming story to tell the Easter story that's not scary in any way it's and it's in a way that kids can understand it I think that is so great and who doesn't love little nesting things oh, I mean again I it's great for a young them. age I remember my great aunt had like all these Russian nesting dolls and oh. I, I would just open them and close them and like stack them and line them all up and you, kids will play with them forever Kid, I, there's something magical about like a a nesting toy that is true and they're all so well made and wooden and beautifully painted I mean it's just you've created such a wonderful quality meaningful tradition and an activity for the whole family to enjoy good job well I think that's you know that's part of the being the mom like Mm -hmm. as a mom you can see what your kids are drawn to but also what you want them to be drawn to and 
So I feel like that's, that's been my advantage on, in what I do, because I get to create things from a mom's point of view, but also through a child's eyes. Mm, I love that. And I'm on your website right now and I'm seeing you can also purchase animals for the stable and a dark skin tone star from afar as well. Yes. Yeah. I made, so originally I had made the, the skin was lighter and I just, I realized that, you know, what, I really want families to be able to purchase a set that when their children are playing with it, that they can look at the pieces and see themselves in that piece. Mm. So there's a lighter skin tone option, a darker skin tone option. Then we also did, um, we also had it made in, a, in Spanish as well. I think that is great. I think that is so important to have it reflecting what your child looks like. And they're they're cute. They're they're really cute sets. So you guys will have to all check them out online. And see yes. And you're so nice. You want to do a giveaway, don't you? I do want to do a giveaway. Thank you I so much. Love, I would love to put one of these in the hands of your listeners. Awesome. Well, this is airing in mid-November, and so this will get you in plenty of time to implement for that December 1st, first scripture and the activity for all uh, to enjoy in December. So if you head over to my Instagram at jessicadalquist3, that's where you can find the giveaway information, and it will run for 48 hours. So that's so fun. Thank you. Well, good luck. Can, can we just talk a little bit about running your own business and what that has looked like as it relates to your family life. You are a mom of three. You're running a Mm -hmm. business. You're growing a business. You're trying to be a good wife as well. How are you doing all the things, Natalie? What have you had to shift or how has life looked different? Okay. How Um, have you been able to do this? Yeah. So I was staying at home with my kids when I started this business and I thought it was going to be a side gig and it grew rather quick. So now it's a full-time job. So there's the transition was uh, fast and furious and it was, um, it was hard. So I've over the last couple of years have figured out what, what works to be able to, to do it all. And not that I do it all perfectly by any means. Um, and every day looks a little bit different, but um, I feel like what's really helped me to be able to operate the business and be there for my kids and my husband is just boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I oftentimes, you know, I'm, I, I get up very early and that will be either time to get a little work in. Um, I take time for myself. That's often when if I want to exercise, that's going to happen. Um, and then once the kids get up, it's 100% kid time until the kids are off to school. Uh, and then I try to, my children get home from school around three is I have a hard stop at three. So phones put away, computers put away, and I just try to really give them my undivided attention for a good hour. Would do homework, um, you know, maybe start to prep some things for dinner and just, I, I always, I never want them to think that my job comes before them. Mm-hmm. So that has, that has really helped a lot. And sometimes, you know, it's an hour and I have to sneak in a little bit more work from four to five. Sometimes I can leave my work until later in the evening, but I feel like in anything you do that you have to have clear boundaries and you have to be willing to say no to sometimes some really good things. So, um, that was hard too, is, you know, I felt like you, you get asked for a lot of great volunteer opportunities, mm-hmm. um, for my kids school. And it, and it was hard to start saying no, but you have to put up your boundaries and you only have so much time. So yeah, uh, s- scheduling those boundaries in has helped me quite a bit. Yeah. And I think it's especially hard to say no to, like you said, the good opportunities, like so volunteering at a child's school or, or speaking at this event or doing this thing or that thing. 
some of these things are awesome, but sometimes there needs to be a no behind that, that ask just because it's not within what you can do right this second. And have you found you've also had to adjust your boundaries? Sometimes you say, okay, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to work. But then it doesn't work. (laughs) So being willing to readjust. You know, and, and also you have after school activities and there's just, you have to, I've, I've had to learn that I have to let be spontaneous. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to be flexible and, um, have the boundaries in place as a starter and know that you're, you might need to adjust those. And they, like I said, like every day looks a little bit different. Mm. You could have a, a child home from school sick and, you know, they need to feel loved on and you just, you just gotta, I might have to work really late that night, but that's the, the beauty and the benefit of me being able to work from home. Yeah. So what would you tell someone that maybe has an idea or they're wanting to start a new hobby even, and they're mm-hmm. just feeling short change for time and like it just maybe doesn't fit within their time right now, but they're really wanting to start something. What would you right. say just to start? To start, and, and like you I think we're all probably feel like we're short change for mm-hmm. time, is to, again, schedule in even if it's 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so say that it's a new hobby that you want to work on. You schedule in, you know, your first 15 minutes of, okay, I'm going to take this 15 minutes to do a little researching online of what supplies I might need. And two days later, I'm going to do in 15 minutes of something else. So they're almost like just first starting off with teeny tiny goals that are taking you towards starting that new hobby or starting that business. Because if you, if you just, oh, I need to set two hours aside today to work on this, you're just going to burn yourself out. Mm -hmm. So strategic small goals, that's what I've always done for myself too, is, is, you can't do it all at once. Otherwise the fear factor is going to, going to creep in. But if you say that it's from a hobby standpoint, if you 15 minutes on you, that 15 minutes just flies by. And now the next day you can't wait to do your another, your like mm-hmm. another 15 minutes. So you're going to build up this excitement and want that maybe wasn't there before. You're so right. Cause if you schedule that two hours, but you're interrupted by kids and it just isn't what you thought oh. it would be, or you're hitting roadblocks you didn't expect. Yeah you're much less likely to go into it the next day with that an- positive anticipation. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're be like, oh, well, this is just never going to work. You know, yeah. this is just to show me this is never going to work. Yes. But if you, if you start small, you know, you just have to gradually get there. I think that is so right on. So right on. And oftentimes it's replacing things that, you know, can, can go by the wayside for that time. You know, replacing mm-hmm. Netflix time with podcasting or, you know, different right. things. Waking up a little bit earlier, staying up later, things like that. I think that is, that's just huge. I love it. So where can people find all of your products and more information about Star From Afar online? So online, starfromafar.com is um, is our website. You can find information about the products on there. Also, we have a great tool on there that will find a local store for you. So you can put mm. in your zip code. We have stores across the U.S., little mom and pop shops that we love to support. We're also available in um, Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have Cracker Barrels in your local area, we're there as well. We're in tons of Hallmarks throughout the United States. And um, so those are some good places to actually find the product. And then if you're just wanting to follow along in the journey of, you know, 
growing this business and new product offerings we have, we're very active on both Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find us at um, The Star Kids Company. And on Instagram, we're at Star Kids Company. Awesome. That's amazing. So, two great places. We always have fun little ideas, too, on on just like fun little, you know, silly, quirky things you can do with your kids during the holidays. Or, you know, I, I feel like as a mom, a lot of times we feel like we need to make these big, grand traditions or big, grand outings when really, you know, our kids just really like hanging out with us. Yes. And it can be so simple. It can be like, let's let's um, create a little spider snack sandwich, you know, with some Ritz crackers and peanut butter and pretzels. Like they, it, it's so simple and they think it is the coolest thing ever. It's true. And you don't have to do any traditions that don't work for you. I like the idea no. of gingerbread houses. I hate, hate doing gingerbread houses with my kids. It is such a disaster every single time. Oh. But there's so plenty of I other things I could cheat, do. I have a cheat hack for, <laughs> oh, because um, gingerbread me. houses, I love the idea. Okay. They never stay together. No, right? and they're they gross. They fall apart. Uh-huh. And then there's frosting everywhere and there's tears because the house fell down. Yes. So I found this company called um, Forever Gingerbread. Oh. And they, it's a wooden gingerbread house, but it looks like a real house. And so you can just rinse it off at the end of the year. And Stop the cool it. thing is, is that um, people with disabilities, special needs, they they make these, it's like a <gasps> fundraiser for them. They make these homes and it looks just like a real gingerbread house when you're done and it stays together and everything sticks and Natalie, it, it amazing. the coolest thing. That is genius. I'm going to look them up and link to them so, in the show notes. This is amazing. Yeah. So I forget the website, but okay. it's called Forever Gingerbread. Okay, it's I'll like look it up. the sweetest woman ever that it's her little, it's her little like business, but it's to actually raise funds for people with disability. Incredible. Okay. See, there's, there's options. There's options there in the options holidays. Yeah. <laughs> because I fail at the gingerbread house every year. I do it too. It looks like a gingerbread I don't know. Disaster. Like Hurricane. Tragedy. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible every year. Amazing. <laughs> Natalie, I'm so encouraged by what you've been able to do just through having an issue and a, a desire to bring the true meaning of the holidays back into your family. You've created this business that's now impacting so many. It's so encouraging. And we can all do that in our own ways, in our own lives. And I think that's what yes. makes it so inspiring. Well, thank you. Amazing. Thank you for your sweet words. Yeah. Well, I always ask my guests just one final question, and it's this. Yes. What would you tell your pre-motherhood self? I would tell my pre-motherhood self to always try to slow down. I feel like I I still rush through my days. Or I remember, you know, with my first child, it's like you just couldn't wait for them to get to that next milestone. Like just – slow down mm. and enjoy these precious sweet moments with your kids. Cause like everybody tells you, you know, it goes, it goes so fast. Um, and keep it simple. Like I said, they just want to hang out with you. It doesn't have to be this big glamorous, uh, you know, Pinterest worthy day. It just hang out with your kids and be a kid with them, you know, mm. and just slow, slow your life down a little bit so that you can all enjoy each other. That's a great insight. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Have this was fun. Have a great day. After talking with Natalie, 
I'm sold. <laughs> I want a star from afar. I want that to be the tradition. I want that to be the focus of my holidays. And she wants one of you to also have that opportunity. So we are giving away one star from afar set so that you can incorporate that into your family holiday traditions. So today is November 10th. It's Friday. Happy Veterans Day. And we are going to run the giveaway through Monday, the 13th. So to get more information about that giveaway, it'll be over on Instagram. If you head to my handle at JessicaDahlquist3, you can find out all the giveaway information there. We'll make it super simple, but the giveaway will close at noon on Monday, November 13th. So if you're listening after that, I'm just so sorry. You're just going to have to go buy one off our website. So links to where to buy and all the other information we talked about on today's show, you can find over at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. You can follow me on Instagram at JessicaDahlquist3, on Facebook at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast. And if you're new around here, welcome. I am so glad that you're here and you found the show. Feel free to dig back into the archives. You can always listen on podcast apps or over on our website at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. And hopefully you'll find other interviews with other Extraordinary Moms that will inspire you and encourage you and just validate you in your own journey that you are doing much better job than you probably think that you are. We have an incredible episode coming out next week. I have Jody Moore on the show. Jody is the host of A Bold New Mom. That's another podcast that I love so much when I recently discovered it. You know I love the Life Coach School by Brooke Castillo. Well, Jody trained under her and now is one of her right-hand women. She is a life coach herself, and we talk all about actual examples of actual questions that she gets asked by some of her clients. We talk about how to retrain our thoughts. We talk about helping our kids to monitor their thoughts and be aware that they're the ones that are in control of their thoughts, not other people. It's powerful stuff, guys. Check out Jody at Bold New Mom, but I know that you're going to love that conversation with her so, so much. Another thing you're going to be noticing more is I am adding more ads into the show. It's not going to be an overabundance, but when I pulled you to ask, would you rather do more of a sponsorship type thing or would you rather have ads in the show? A majority of you said you don't mind the ads. And so I have decided to take on partnerships with businesses that I feel would be a good fit for you. I don't say yes to ads that I don't feel would be a potential benefit to my listeners. And so just know that if I am endorsing something on my show, it is because I actually think it's a great product or a great service. Um, And hopefully you won't mind those ads. And and that's that. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. And we'll see you next week for another episode with another Extraordinary Mom. Bye.